welcome to Diecast. It's a different week. Here on Diecast, our group of six awesome deities play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. My name's Luki. Or is it? No, no it isn't, it's Helen. I'm doing a different intro for our super exciting different game this week. This week we're joined by James D'Amato of the One Shot Podcast, who will be taking us through some of the games and prompts from his new book, The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide. So without further ado, let's get to it. here with our amazing wonderful guest james damato hi james hello heroes thank you so much for having me (laughs) thank you so much for joining us we're really really excited to have you yeah i i am excited to do this too uh for the the listeners who don't know me i am james damato i am the host of the one shot podcast and campaign skyjacks podcast uh and also the president of the one shot podcast network we produce lots of very cool audio content not unlike the dire cast uh so i i think if you enjoy this show you'll probably enjoy our shows as well but in addition to all of those shows, I am also an author of RPG accessory books. And my latest book is the Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide. It is a book full of prompts and exercises and mini games to help you develop settings for your role-playing games. Trying to make the process of world building that GMs often have to do easier and, and more fun through like game mechanics and whatnot. So uh, today, uh, we're just going to take one of the exercises from my book, I think actually two of the exercises from my book <laughs> mash them together and uh make something cool with it there's six of us we got greedy <laughs> yeah we got very greedy we we wanted to do everything all right well then let's get started the exercise that we're going to be doing is called pantheon uh pantheon <laughs> is a development tool for a fantasy setting where you build a pantheon of gods that you know populate that setting and maybe move the world around a little bit So the first thing that we're going to need to do is figure out their domains. Now, that's a very loaded word for folks who, you know, play with dungeons and or dragons. But when I talk about domains, it generally means like these are the areas where where this god has interest and influence. And some of these can be quite narrow selections. Others you are going to need to figure out like how general and narrow they are. But domains are the best place to get started because you can find inspiration within them. Uh, So to do this, I'm going to need everybody to first roll a a, a d6 and actually roll roll a d6 and roll a d8 at the same time. So H, uh, let's start out. First, tell me, what was your d6 roll? My d6 roll was a one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so your god will be from a natural domain. Ooh, I like that. And to make it a little bit more specific, what did you get on that d8? I got the huge number of a two. Two. Everyone loves two. One hey, two. That puts you in the, the forest. The forest is a great oh. place to be. Oh, that's a really mm. good one. 
yeah now the forest this is just general information we're going to go down once we get into aspects and whatnot it'll make uh your god feel more specific and you'll go oh this is the god of a specific forest or this mm -hmm. is a god that is a living forest like you'll figure out exactly what what that god is later on but think forests for now nice let's move on to peter hello on my d6 i rolled a five Five, uh, that means you have mortal concerns. Ooh, taxes and things. <laughs> and yeah, what's your, what's your, what's your D8? My D8 is a three. A three. War. <laughs> hey, that's classic. <laughs> oh, that's get those mortal wars instead of immortal wars. They just take too long. <laughs> they do. They're never ending. They really do. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, war is a concept that only exists within the mortal domain because it is like a mortal thing. You know, gods might war on one another, but like it is a concept that is kind of invented by thinking creatures. Uh, so, you know, there's definitely some wiggle room to play in there. You could be the god of uh, thumb wars. You could be the god <laughs> of flame wards uh, on, on message oh, boards or what I have you. Um, so, yeah, like think war, think conflict. That's the general theme that you've got. Let's move over to Jacob. Hello there. I rolled a three on my d6 and a five on my d8. I'm loving the spread that we're getting here, <laughs> folks, because the three puts us in the celestial domain, oh. and the five puts one of my favorite results here, gravity. <gasps> oh, oh that's theme. great. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're freaking Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with Sarah Bareilles, but sure. So much cool stuff that you can do with that. I am really fascinated to see what comes out of that. Let's move on. Luki, what, what you got? Okay, on my D6, I have a five. And on my D8, I have a one. All right. Kings and queens uh, under the mortal <gasps> domain. Oh. Kings and queens. A lot of fun to be had there. I love how classic a lot of this pantheon feels already with gravity thrown <laughs> yeah. in the mix. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's very fun to me. Matt, how about you? So I rolled a four on my mm -hmm. d6. Oh, yes. This is my favorite domain. Uh, okay. That is the conceptual domain. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I, really um, I liked yes, mine please. until I heard everyone else's. <laughs> okay, so I, I, yeah, I got, yeah, you fuck off. <laughs> uh, I got conceptual. And, Oi. And, uh, <laughs> I got, and then I got a five on my D8. Five. Uh, creation and or destruction is what oh you got there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Get some Shiva up here. So good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt's gonna kill us. So I am primordial and awesome. Continue. <laughs> Helen, what, what, what about you? <laughs> I also got a four on my d6 and I got an eight on my eight. Destiny is, is yours under the conceptual domain. Um, very cool stuff we've got here, folks. That is so cool. So now we're going to move to aspects. Aspects are uh, sort of the, for lack of a better term, these would be the stats that we have for, for these gods. But uh, unlike uh, stats in role-playing games, we're not going to be rolling things off of these stats. These stats determine how much influence and interest your god has over the various experiences of divinity to run you through very quick uh the aspects are power interest passion form and thought power is pretty straightforward that is how 
influential, how powerful, what can this God achieve through its divine power? You know, that can be all the way up to like literally guiding the universe and all mm-hmm. the way down to I'm a very special goose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very special You are, Lukey. Thank you. There is a lot of, of wiggle room in there. Um, after that, we have interest, which is more of a complicated concept. Interest is how the god splits its attention between the mortal and the divine world. At a one, a god is only going to care about the divine world. So they really only care about other gods, their relationships with other gods. They don't care about mortal dealings at all. At at a five, it's just the opposite. All they care about are mortals. And that is that. They don't care about conflicts between other gods, even really if they concern themselves with the mortal world. It's like, well, I just care about the here and now with mortals. And in between, there is a broad spectrum uh, between those two points. Uh After that, we have passion. Passion, uh, this defines a god's emotions and will. Is this god kind of a stoic and passive god, an implacable god that, that can't be understood? Or is this a god that like seems to have like mood swings and emotional swings like a Greek god? You know, are they just like, <laughs> I've got human emotions and I've got them to 10. A Zeus. <laughs> Don't bottle up your emotions. Let it out. It's okay. <laughs> And no one is having sex with a swan. I'm just... You say that we'll now. We Unless one of us yeah. is a very special oh swan. <laughs> very yeah. special swan. Yeah. It's a loving, consensual relationship. We're deities. Get with the program. Like, yeah. She laid eggs, Matt. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that this is the discussion currently on the table because the next aspect is form. <laughs> uh, right. This, is, this, discuss- this discussion is always on the table. Just that learning. That is, is the appearance uh, that this god holds. You know, at a five, they are basically human in appearance. They, they look exactly like human beings and you probably wouldn't be able to tell them apart except for like very subtle signs and signals. At a three, uh, a god might be like a statue or a stone or a road. At a one, a god's form is completely abstract. They might not even be able to be beheld by mortal forces. I like that. They might yeah. take the form of a number, a word, a very complicated idea, or a collection of interwoven forces. Um, so really runs the gambit based on like how far you want to stretch our idea of what a god can be in form. <laughs> and after form, we have thought. Thought is how close to human thinking and understanding is, is this god? Um So uh, at a five, a god is going to think exactly like a mortal and will have very human thoughts and motivations. At a one, a god will be so ineffable to mortals that it's hard to say that they really even think at all. Nice. So it can get pretty hairy. The reason that I ran through all of those ideas, uh, all of those uh, concepts for the aspects is we are going to pick a major similarity, a minor similarity, and a limit for our gods. Basically, as we define their aspects, we're going to do it within a certain range. So the whole pantheon feels cohesive, uh, but also like they have some room to feel distinct from one another. So for a major similarity, we will select one of these aspects that is going to be the same for everyone. You know, like if we were looking at the Greek gods, it's like, well, all these gods take the form of human beings. Like, you know, they all look like people. 
that's pretty much what we got going on there. <laughs> the next would be minor similarity, where we have a range between one and three levels of what uh, these things can be. So, you know, if you were to, to go with like passion or whatever, like, you know, gods might care more or might they might care less, but they all kind of care pretty much within the same range. And then finally, we have a limit where you will select uh, a third aspect where above or below a certain number, we can't cross a threshold. Hmm. Uh, so that just like kind of narrows the field a little bit between power, interest, passion, form, and thought who feels like they know where they want a major similarity, a minor similarity or a limit. Hmm. I quite like the idea of having a limit on power because obviously when you think of God, you think of these, you know, omnipotent all powerful. My thing is destiny. Yeah. And then as destiny can literally just change everything. And I think it would be quite interesting to limit that, to be like, well, how much yeah. can these gods actually do? What makes them a god? Mm. Helen, the ball is in your court right now. You <laughs> get to decide how big we get to go with power. So, you know, out of five, I, I described like this is cosmic and you're controlling the entire universe. Uh, to give you the mid-range, at a three, their power can extend over large regions of the world uh, or broad abstract concepts. Uh, they might represent a powerful force like wind or the sea. Uh, they can influence the world outside their domain. Using their domain, uh, these gods can provide miracles and forge artifacts. And to really drill down on what one would be, the lowest amount of power a god could have, this god's power is very little or very specific. They might be the god of a particular tree or command a single flock of birds. Oh, if they're tied nice. to a concept, they might represent a specific shade of that concept rather than its entirety, like a god of rhyming couplets instead of a god of art. I love that. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cute. This is Annoia, the goddess of things that get stuck in drawers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so based on that, where do you want to set your limits? I'm thinking two. Two. Nice. I like Perfect. that. Nice. Love yes, it. Yes, that's what I would have okay. gone for. So two is the highest people can yep. go on power. Okay. I think that's really cute. That is really cute, and it's going to be really, really fascinating, especially with some of these more classic gods that we have here. It. Gravity, but little. Gravity, too. <laughs> oh, I'm so looking forward to this. You can only make apples fall, specifically exactly. on people's heads. Oh, that's, quite, that's quite good. <laughs> I am the god of the upset apple cart. <laughs> My apples. Let's find our major similarity and minor similarity, though, before we move on to actually assigning these stats and, and figuring out where these gods mm -hmm. lie. I feel like thought should maybe be our major similarity. I was thinking the same, yeah. I think, so they can all kind of interrelate to one yeah. another. Because if you have a pantheon of gods who all exist on a mental level that's like utterly disparate, it begs a lot of questions about how they all became gods at the same time. Yep, mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Also, that gels quite well with the low power threshold. Mm. Yeah. The question is, how do we want these gods to think? You know, five is, hey, they're just like humans. They've got basically human personalities and human desires and motivations. And the farther you get away from that, the more ineffable and abstract they get. The harder it gets to reconcile their motivations to the point where, you know, it might really frustrate followers. Uh, it's sort of frustrating followers in different ways. It's like, oh, my God is like Hank, <laughs> you know, just thinks like a person and that's weird or <laughs> i can't understand why the god of being dressed really fancy 
won't let my outfit last more than a season mm. or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, it's you, having a crisis of like, I can't even wrap my yeah. mind around thinking the same way that my God thinks. So it's not if they can think or how much they can think, it's how much their thoughts are understandable to humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, like if we think of the Christian deity of the ineffable nature of the divine and whatnot, it is the sort of like bad things happen to good people and God can reconcile that. You yes. can't. And yeah. there's an element of that that's frustrating. Yeah. Mm. I see. I like the uh, a major similarity is that they're all a little bit abstract and a bit odd. Yeah. 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 A four? I, yeah, I, think, I think a four, four, yeah. I'll read the description of yeah, four. Yeah, that sounds good. The way that we phrase this one is at this level, a god appears to think like most sapient mortals with some very notable eccentricities. Nice. <laughs> Perhaps they're too insistent on matters of social grace or they're too pliable with certain types of flattery. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, that's just us. <laughs> they're understandable or even reasonable, uh, but something's a little off, which, hey, that's yeah. like all hey. of us. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I beat you to the punchline there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I think four. Yeah, I like that. Four? four? I love that. I just meet some people. And it's like, Did I meet a god? <laughs> <laughs> it's like those posts you get on Tumblr which are like, I'm sure I just met a Yeah. <laughs> I just met my Craigslist roommate and I think he would have to disclose if he's a god <laughs> are you a god you have to tell me if you're a god yeah. you have to tell me if you're a god <laughs> you gotta tell me if you're a god so if it's a major similarity that means we're all four yep. yes. that, right? yeah yeah all everybody's four. gonna be four on nice. that then we're gonna need a minor similarity to tie things off and the last things are interest where do your interests lie in the divine realm or the mortal realm passion how easy it is to move you to action and form what do you look like i would suggest interest yeah yep. mm. yeah yes that works for me all right as we get closer to five on interest it makes interests more in line with mortal affairs and as we get close to one it makes interest more in line with divine affairs so where do you think you want us to live? I feel like we've leant towards mortal with yeah. these other ones. Yeah. So I would guess towards the, the five end of interest because we're gods of something We could also stay specific. directly in the middle. Yeah, so. yeah, or in yeah. the middle, but not super far the other end, I think. So yeah, I think interest probably will suit your purpose as well if we put it directly in the middle. So no one can have an interest at a one or mm -hmm. a five. Uh, so it sits between two and cool. four. So now that we have that range defined everybody just assign where your god sits on all of those aspects and when you've done that we'll go down the line and i will you know read where your god is at and we'll kind of figure out from there with a couple questions of what your god is like H, let's go down your line. Your power level, I think our limit is two. no one can go higher than two. Yeah. So where are you on that? So I went for a two for that. Okay. So at this level, a god's power might extend to a dominion over a town or forest. That's exactly a coincidence. I didn't want to be stuck in a tree. I was like, let's go a little bit bigger. But 
important notes are you have a wide range of control within your domain, but it's usually conditional. It might represent a larger shade of your core theme, like a god of poetry instead of a god of art, like I said. And that's poetry instead of art, mm -hmm. as opposed to rhyming couplets instead of art. So like it's one level less specific. They're still very much at the mercy of larger forces around them. I think a good definition for power level, like the forest spirit from Mononoke, like mm. is very much of, yeah, this is a god. They've got a lot of power, especially within the forest, but you can still like kill them if you hurt the forest. I was absolutely thinking of that as well. So I'm glad we're on the same nice. page. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't want to skip ahead to form, but I think I think of it there as well. So, <laughs> What level are you setting your interest at? Because this one, we were in a range of between two and four. We were. I went to the bottom of that range. I went to two. I don't think I'm two? that interested in mortal mm. interests. I care more about the forest itself. Yeah, like you really only care about mortal and material concerns if you're forced to. So it seems like, hey, as long as the forest is chill, I am chill. And my agenda is kind of the forest's agenda. So that rules. Exactly. And then on passion, uh, is that two? Mm -hmm. Passionate two, okay. At this level, a god holds only a few things to be very sacred. Anything outside of their specific interest is inconsequential. Without a deep understanding of their nature, they are nearly impossible to provoke into action. Yes, I wanted to be very zen and quite creepy was my kind of thinking. <laughs> I, I <laughs> nice. love it. Well, that brings us to form. Where are we at? So adding to being slightly zen and slightly creepy, I went for a three, so kind of right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So at this level, a god's form is unlike any living things, but still follows the rules of the material world. These gods can be stones, roads, statues, storms, and rivers. If it does have components of living creatures, they are mixed into unfamiliar displays, like Excellent. a being with many animal heads and a body made out of wings and fire. Creepy chimera! Perfect. Oh, I didn't yes. even have that description in front of me, and I was pretty much going for some kind of horrific Mononoke ferist. Ferist? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> forest monster <Finished>. yeah. <laughs> hey love that if that's not your dialect where you're from ferrist it is it's ferrist now <laughs> i'm the god of it <laughs> that's the ferrist thing we can say and yeah, we already know where your thought is at, which I find this is a super interesting combination with like your passion and your form in that like you still like if somebody were to encounter this god and talk to them, they would mostly talk like a person. Yeah. It would be a little weird. Yeah. I love that proper <laughs> uncanny valley in the forest. That's exactly what you expect yeah. to find when you get lost in the wilderness. Excellent. I love where we're at with that. Let's move on to Peter. Peter. Hello. Where are we at with power? I've gone with power two as well. Okay. So with a forest, we kind of understand what that looks like. But for your domain, what do you think that looks like? I do quite like the idea of some sort of debating hall. <laughs> I don't know what kind of... Parliament. Yeah, some sort of parliament of <laughs> some kind. God of town halls. That is cool. Like, I like the idea of like a parliament or, or a sports mm. pitch, like kind of one step removed yeah. from actual mm. war. That's cool. So then my question, is this power kind of localized within a specific place or is it surrounding a specific activity? Because like you can uh, move oh. in that abstract direction as well. Yeah. What were you what were you thinking? Is it debate or is it the debate hall? Let's go with the debate um, rhetoric. I think of rhetoric is a better idea. I like rhetoric. 
That's great. Yeah, I I like that. And so like because war is kind of the center at that, it's like conflict based mm. oppositional rhetoric as yeah. opposed to like philosophical exploratory rhetoric. Mm. That's very cool. Mm. Where are you with interest? I've gone with three. Yeah, that's even better. I really like keeping it as far away from like close to human as possible, especially Mm. because it's rhetoric. So let's read. This God values a balance between heavenly and earthly matters. They might see worshipers as a valuable status symbol or prize material things within their domain. Heavenly matters are still critical to their experience and their ambitions are a complex web stretched between realms. It seems like you don't just care about debates between mortals. You care about debates between gods. Yes. All all rhetoric, all debate. It sounds like I'm building some deity. Oh, very passionate debate. Like the moment that happens, they sort of turn up like, hello, I'm here to watch. You're like, can I play devil's advocate? You're basically Um, a straight white guy. (laughs) (laughs) The god of straight white men. But like I'm picturing like when birds have territorial bird songs and they're singing at each other. You are there. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's your jam. Ooh. That's a debate. They are a spectator who sits on the sidelines. When I come home and my dog yells at me for leaving, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So passion and form are open to you. What is passion for this god? I've put passion too. Ooh. Interesting. That makes me think you really represent that there should be a form and procedure mm. to these things. Mm. And that's what's important to you. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're not about kind of violent shouting, are you? You're about kind of like the correct wit and the right way to kind of outsmart somebody. That's very cool. Like we said before with the other one, you hold a few things to be very sacred and things that are outside your specific interest are inconsequential. So that brings us to form. What What are we doing with form? I'll put two two mm-hmm. all right this is i think the longest section that i wrote because this was Ooh. an important one to me at this level a god stretches the limits of a mortal's ability to comprehend form they can be an undulating mixture of limbs and mouths and eyes an impossibly bright prism of dancing color or a grand display of natural forces the mortal mind struggles to make sense of these things as a god because they exist in an uncanny valley of the familiar and the ineffable sometimes two mortals beholding the same god at this level will have different memories of what its appearance was i'm playing with some ideas i'll let them stew i'll let them marinate get back to us (laughs) all right let's move to jacob so for my power i've chosen two Mm -hmm. the concept i've settled on is that this god governs a gravitic anomaly somewhere in the local landscape. Oh, that's so cool. I think especially moving into punk, the idea of a gravitational anomaly, that is very cool. cool. Like, does that mean there is a section of the world where, like, things orbit around uh, a place? And are you that place? That might be jumping ahead to form a little bit, Mm. but, like... (laughs) Would you be the anomaly or would you be the god of the anomaly? I think that is unknown <laughs> to the inhabitants and yeah. the worshippers and is therefore a meaningless distinction for the purposes of the stories. <laughs> I like that. That That's very cool. Yeah. So interest, where are you at? I have selected four 
Yeah, at this level, gods care far more about mortal and material matters than they do heavenly ones. They only think about other gods when it affects their own mortal domains. They are very present in the lives of mortals appearing to followers and interacting with them pretty frequently. So that's the thing. You will probably, if you go with four, manifest and have relationships with followers. We'll figure out what your following is later on. But you will be quick to interact where some of these other gods, you know, might be a bit hard to reach, a bit standoffish, elusive. If I go interest to four, I change my passion to four, because that leads to the absolutely wonderful concept that their judgment is very, very absolute. The god judges me a good follower, then I'm fine. If the god judges me not a good follower, then it's yeet! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the god of yeet. I like that. That leads to like kind of a folktale energy of all you have to do is get in this God's good graces once and then you're <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that actually. That's really good. Although this does bring the idea of, of like a quite a passionate gravity God of like, oh, okay, wallet, keys before I go out the house, pray to the God of gravity. Otherwise I'll be like, <laughs> otherwise I'll go floating off. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise the, the anomalous gravity well will catch me. All right, two, four, two fours. Um, and just to remind us on passion at this level, God is deeply invested in all matters relating to their domain. They are compelled to do more than simply maintain their domains. They want to expand or shape them. This leads to plots, conflicts, and sacrifices. So you might have designs, um, and specifically mortal and material designs. You don't care about the other gods, but you do care about the anomaly, like the orbit. Uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, cool. that's <laughs> good job. That brings us to form. Where are we at with form? Oh, I'm going for one. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Yes, <laughs> I love that you're appearing to all of your Utterly followers. And they're all going to be like, "What was that?" <laughs> but I can fly now. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like a, a very small black hole. Can he even appear? Yeah, well, so I would consider a black hole to be two. One is more like the actual forces that dictate gravity like gravity is one of those things where we know gravity's effect that it can have on things based on their mass and distance between each other but we don't actually have a machine or anything that can measure gravity it can't be beheld except for its effects so that might be where we're, we're trying to think in line with form the really cool thing to couple with this is how close to human this god thinks and acts and behaves like this god can speak but it also cannot really be beheld uh in a way that makes sense to anyone's senses so i'm curious what, what is your take on that i was very much going with, again like the, you can't see the wind only the leaves blowing mm -hmm. and so you can't directly behold this god's form only like we know he is in our presence because I just started hopping and skipping twice as far. Yeah. <laughs> I know he has judged this fight unworthy because I can't, suddenly can't pick this sword up. I like that a lot. Like having this kind of like really spooky and ineffable way of perceiving and experiencing the presence of this god. But it's also being like, if you're somebody that got on this god's bad side, however this god communicates, it just shows up to go wanker and then like walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Makes an egg fly into your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
basically I've got um I'm a poltergeist with ideas yeah. above my station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Functionally. A poltergeist with opinions. You're a poltergeist with opinions about how this anomaly should be. And we can tear into this uh, anomaly a bit later, but like, ooh, that's neat. And like you care about the evolution and growth and change within the anomaly, almost like you're building kind of a gravitational terrarium. There's there's some rad stuff in there. Absolutely. Lukey, let's meet our next god. For power, I have gone for two. All right. Uh, as as is everyone. <laughs> for interest, I'm I'm feeling a three. Okay, well, before we move on to interest, I, I do want to know, within your domain, what do you think a two power means to you? So it's kings and queens. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's probably the, the rulers of like one specific kingdom or area. Like one very specific royal family or just the concept of monarchy in one place. Oh, like a cultural concept. Yeah. We could even step down importance and like, yeah, I am the god of baronies or I am the god of the comptroller. If we're doing kings and queens, like, yeah, it would probably be a very specific king or queen that is very specific to this region. Yeah. We'll move through the list and see more what this looks like. Yeah. See what comes out. What do we got for interest? Three, I All think. All right. Three. At this level, God values a balance between heavenly and earthly matters, and you're sort of stretching your ambitions between realms. So you care about your station amongst the other gods, and you definitely care about your station amongst the mortals, and you kind of care about them together. Yeah, I like that. Next up, passion. Four. Yeah. <laughs> very, very passionate God. Yeah. Deeply invested in all matters relating to your domains. So yeah, you really yeah. care about this monarchy. Um, yeah. And they are installed by my own godly hand. <laughs> also, it does carry the you're compelled to do more than simply maintain your domain. You want to expand and shape it. Uh, so like... You know, that, and the cool thing about this is that's not the kingdom. That's the king. You know, yeah. you are like, <laughs> if oh. you're going to be my fat. king, you got to have a big beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you, you got to eat your dinner, dude. If you can't grow one, figure it out, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to start wearing high heels. I'm imagining one of those. Um, one of those relatives uh, at family gatherings <laughs> who gets maybe a little bit tipsy and starts asking you really intrusive questions about have you met a you mean me? have you met a good girlfriend yet or something like that. Mm. But ah, oh, you mean my great aunt? <laughs> yes, you mean exactly. <laughs> How many boyfriends do you have? Oh. So um, what's your chest hair like these days? Bushy. Want to be king? It's got to be bushy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, can you mat it into a plat of my name? You know, because if you can't, we're gonna have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> or or even just like, why haven't you had more children? Why are you not? Yeah. Creating more in you this royal You think twenty is enough? <laughs> Rubbish. Oh, we got a quota to meet. Pick you it up. You need people. more wives. I don't like your first through fifth born. So figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to inherit the throne. Yeah. I need you to think this through. <laughs> I've seen kings. I've seen kings young. I know. Yet not a one of them a king. So. <laughs> no. Not any of them has got what it I takes. I do like your second born daughter, but you she's got to have a bushy beard. <laughs> Ooh, she's got to have a bushy beard. <laughs> gotta get her I beard. Make gotta well, get actually, her I beard. do, but you know. I do make the rules, and she needs a beard. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
let, let's let's move on to form then. What does this? Is it a giant like? beard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of torn because half of me wants it to be sort of animalistic and half of me wants it to be very human. So I almost want to go like, I keep forgetting which direction the number's so, uh, going, but one, I, I want to. Let's see. So one is too complicated to perceive and five is very human-like. Um, you could you could even sit at three and be like an object of some kind, like be, literally be the crowd. The crowd. I was just about throw. to say that, yeah. I was thinking of that or being like the anointing oh, oil or something. Nice. Uh, Matt is having like a moment over Sorry, there. I'm just yeah. really enjoying these um, ideas. It's very, very cool. Well, or I was almost feeling like Egyptian gods where they're like human, but with an animal. Uh, yeah, that, that is yeah. also um, possible. That, that, that would be, that would definitely fall under level four? four. Yeah. Um, I think that, and I feel, I think, um, they look like quite an androgynous person, but with the, the head of a doe with antlers, because I was trying to think of animals that have crowns. Ooh. So yep. Yep. I'm liking the idea of an antlered yeah. doe. I am so curious <laughs> about this being's relationship with the court. Do you? <laughs> do you? Yes. Oh, oh dear. Yes. Do you marry the king or queen? Is that kind of your role? Is like if you want to be king, whoever is king is wed to oh me. Oh my god! I live forever. You waste and die, Ooh. but I am the royalty. You manage the kingdom. You rule over everyone. Whatever, but like my spouse is is the ruler. I think. My house is my spouse. I don't think. Ooh. So kind of. Or, or do you I like a weird like... pet that lives in the palace? <laughs> <laughs> just have to do it? <laughs> 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 that's the to the god. No. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's the divinity of our king. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just ignore him. He's chewing the, the cat. You want to you want to throw him a treat? You want to throw him a treat? You can throw him a treat. Treat, treat, treat. You got a god treat. I um, I would advise you to throw. <laughs> <laughs> heavily advise. I think they're like. They're not the spouse of the monarch, but you know how um, like priests will say they're married to God. Yeah. Like the monarch has kind of two spouses: the one they actually is their king or queen and is their consort, and they have children with them. And then they're also married to me, so that they're allowed to have their power. Yeah. If that makes no, sense. No, I like it. You are kind of in a polyamorous relationship with whoever rules the kingdom and and yeah. the based on like kind of everything else about you it is like you are a very demanding and difficult <laughs> spouse in terms of like what you need from them in a lot of situations and that is based on again you are the god of the king which means you have kind of a vision for how you want them to live their life um, yeah, and that might not necessarily oh, be so concerned annoying. with the kingdom. It's like, no, you have to get good at archery. I don't care that the previous yeah. king wasn't good at archery. You will be. Mm. <laughs> I just want you to learn how to weave. I don't know what's so difficult. Baskets will be this. important. Trust me. <laughs> yes, and, I and like the advantage of um, being a more symbolic marriage is that you get rid of the like creepy immortal incest 
Yeah, that will be a problem. Always marrying the king, that? and then the king's child, well, and then the king's yeah, grandchild. Yeah, like, again, we we gonna kill my father and marry my mother, like all of my grandfathers. Did we literally before. don't know that it is like a uh, lineal kingship. It, it it could be a kingship where you know you simply select somebody to rise up. I think yeah. they definitely do. Like it Divine may often be from the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the same. It's often from like similar families. It can often be from the same line, but the, I get fix. the last word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, Jacob. Yeah, two, two, two points, two suggestions. One, do you officiate the ceremonies? Because I quite yes. like the idea of this this antler doe being <laughs> actually putting the crown on the head, but being an active participant, not just sitting in the corner going. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or, or walk the king down the aisle. What if? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my what, god! You like give them yes. away to their spouse when they take when they take a. a and spouse. then I perform the ceremony as well. Yeah, <laughs> and as a way to integrate with um, judgment, war rhetoric, God, there is a series of competitions from which you select the Ooh. like a shortlist, as it were, and then you get the final say or something. Oh, like everyone that. loves one of those. Yeah. But we make them do really like dumb grow a beard. stuff, and it's never the same. It's Jump never the fire. same generation to generation. It's it's sometimes it's just I want a <laughs> snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go get Bye. me some oats. I love so it. Good. It's a dear eat. <laughs> I I absolutely love this. Um, Thank you. Uh, then let's 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 move on, Matt. Who, who are we bringing to the table? Okay, dokey. Yeah, so I got some some numbers for you. So, yeah, so my character... I do love numbers. We all love numbers. Uh, so, yeah, my character <laughs> no, is kind of creation and or destruction. I've gone for, first up, power two, uh, like everyone else. <laughs> We've all got us. Yeah. Well, so, so my, <laughs> like, I've kind of been thinking... I wasn't thinking about this until you started talking about yours, Luki, and that kind of helped me a lot. I feel like mine is, all, is, is in many ways diametrically opposed to yours. And so I've kind of gone for power Ooh. two so that it kind of matches your kind of... your deity of order. So I, I'm thinking about my god kind of having this vibe of the joy one can get from destruction, not specifically like creation Ooh. destruction. It's like this sort of power level is yeah. not like I'm going to ruin kingdoms. It's like destruction is fun. Wrecking things for no reason is a good feeling. <laughs> and I am I am the god of that feeling. I am kind of that feeling where you just sometimes like you want to smash windows. Sometimes you just want to burn it all down. And I'm that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, yeah, catharsis sort of vibe. So power two I've gone for. I was toying with one as well. I think it's kind of, it's not a specific area. It's not a like a specific thing. It's more. One one I might be like, that's the god of throwing bricks through windows. But power two is definitely, (laughs) that is like. That's that's the god of swearing when you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of, I think there's a dark edge to it. I feel like that's why I was kind of torn between one and two. Like on the one hand, it's every time you smash a bottle and feel good about it. But that can lead to yeah. burning down temples, like if you give in, sort of thinking. Yeah, that's that is great, uh, which makes me very interested. What is the interest? Interest is four. Four. Okay, so definitely Ooh. more mortal and material, which makes sense. Yep. 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 Um, very much, uh, and also you know very present in the lives of mortals and appearing to followers, which is great. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm then. Where, go on. No, no, please, James, go on. <laughs> where, where, where's your passion at? So my passion is five. Yes. 
I'm... God is a torrent of forceful emotion and desire. Yeah, it yep. is. It is yeah. berserker rage that like unleashed. This thing is like it, it is. It is both the god of the joy of destruction and it also really enjoys everything it does. It's very impassioned. It's very impetuous and kind of changes on a dime about what it wants and what it's after. But it very much also want, wants to grow and wants to keep doing what it's doing. It's like an un, insatiable, yeah. unfeedable appetite, I'm thinking. It's it's like God that will knock over a champagne tower, feel so good about that, ki- that they kiss the person next to them and then slap them in the face. Yeah, literally. You know, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all ineffable. It's all following this weird passion and, and sorting it out. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at with form? So I was really torn on form. I didn't know whether to go one and be just completely conceptual or give it a bit of... I'm kind of leading towards giving it some kind of form and going for two, but I don't have anything two? up my sleeve. So it's kind of... It's just about un, like visually tangible. I have an idea. I am open to ideas. What? What if the form of the god is like cracks in glass? Oh yes, like you know yes. those yes. Oh, yes. line yes. cracks in glass. Oh, yeah. Yes, I love that. That's I especially so love good. that because you can get these creepy moments when like you th- is, is did that window break for a reason or is or is it just cracked because the god is here? Like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Cracks in things that shouldn't crack. Yeah, I feel like I am like I am broken windows literally, like in every way. <laughs> a broken river yeah. like when a river splits into the delta oh, yes. you know, delta you go is this is this a god did, mm-hmm. did they do that there's probably a folk story about it somewhere yeah like i um, i love this and i feel like i oh. i feel like lukey your god is is petrified of me turning up to your coronation like <laughs> you're oh, always yeah. worried that i'm gonna be she's there fine. Was, she's fine yeah. she's in that's, control i was just thinking you think. about you I... my forest like <laughs> that's what you think but you know like uh, yeah. i'm always there i'm always there guys in the back. <laughs> I like the idea that maybe somewhere in the past that you, the equivalent of like hooked up with one of their kings. Yes. Like, <gasps> it was like, the king, you're just like, wouldn't it be great? Isn't it so stifling? Wouldn't it be great if you just dropped that chandelier to the ground <laughs> and like you show up in the room and you go, that other god did this. We are enemies now. Yeah. And like, that's it. <laughs> I... It's a grudge that, like, maybe you, maybe, maybe the god of destruction doesn't even really care about or think about, but it is all the god of this kinghood can think about <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Oh, I'm so mad at you all you of still the time. Remember that? I'm... <laughs> you played with my king. You, uh, you just wait till the next coronation, mate. It's gonna be grand. I hope you get into it. You shaved his head the night before his wedding. You get into an argument, and then Peter's just standing there staring at you. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> hello. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm taking notes. Just me. Is the icing on your wedding cake look kind of cracked, or is that just me? <laughs> I like the idea that people oh preventatively God. break mirrors. Well, that's your ritual, isn't it? If you smash yeah. it beforehand, I can't hurt you. Yeah. There's your ritual. There's no way in. Yeah. The only way to stop me is to destroy Threaten it, me. so I can't. <laughs> Which is, of course, self-fulfilling, because that's exactly what I want. It fulfills. Well, yeah, well, you have to destroy it, but not enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Hence, that is the kind of shit my god would yeah. do just to stop you from winning. You though. get some mental weird, like... Murder the entire royal Mental family. weird devotees who like to avoid me will, like, destroy all of their oh, things. But, like, do it in Luke-y. a very kind of formal way and kind of ritually cleanse this- themselves so that I can't influence them. This means you fill your court with like the most boring, like <laughs> finicky, 
precious people who like a cough like offends oh them because people like that could never enjoy breaking something. <laughs> yeah. That's what you I think. want them to be a good oh, influence clown. on my king. Oh my god, the um, jester is like No, because we can't invite him. But like in. do you kind of like ritually make no, him no, just a lightning rod? Yeah, so yeah, that, he's, like, he's the one I'm influencing. Mm. Anyway, we could go on for hours about this. We can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that that's great. Um uh, I do want to move on to yes. hell. Let's go. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna go for power level one. <gasps> Wait. Oh my god! <laughs> great, great. Finally. Right. So, you have big destinies. You have little destinies. And then, you know, when you're walking up the stairs and you you think there's an extra step. Oh uh, yeah. And then you just your foot goes whoop, and you have you know the feeling in your chest. You don't have the chances of that's happening to you. And I'm the god of the chances of you miss, uh, thinking there's an extra step and then missing a step happening. <laughs> <laughs> the god of improbable changes. Like, things which shouldn't make sense. That is very good. I, I love how specific that is. Absolutely the spirit of the one domain. What is your interest? My interest is three. Three, okay. Um, so yeah appearing to worshippers caring about their experience uh, uh but also you're you care about like the divine realm as well which is so very fascinating um even gods can miss a step yes <laughs> they can. Uh, do people have little shrines to you like at the top of their staircases they do now <laughs> the two sides of a step but no board in between. I, I, I do have a, an important question about the boundaries of your power what yes. about feeling for a light switch or, or flicking a light switch that isn't there? Is that within a similar vein or is that too different from you? No, I'm going very specific. Yes. It is literally, you are walking <laughs> up the stairs in the dark. So not even down the there's stairs. There's another step. No, only yeah, up. Just, well, there's that? a different oh. god at the bottom of the nope. stairs. Okay. You're walking okay. up the stairs. You think there's another step. You miss it. And I'm going to skip ahead slightly. But my form, I was going to go with two. My form is the feeling in your stomach <gasps> oh, when you it. miss that step. I love it. I love, I love it. Um, well, <laughs> then so I have I have to know your passion. That my is my passion is five. Yes! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> Just everyone in this region has heart problems. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Or, or bungalows. The they either have heart <laughs> problems or bungalows. It's <laughs> <laughs> the episode title. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's just great. And you do still care about your followers and whatnot. Ooh. Oh, I love it. It's so... I'm so invested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So now we have... Uh, the the basics here so we can start filling in with some more specific prompts here uh based on your god's aspect and domain answer the following questions what is your god's name and do they have titles um and some example titles might be like keeper of the maze or poet of stars Hmm. all right hang on yeah names are my nemesis this is gonna go with are the worst thing in role-playing for sure. Yes. I'm really good at names. I'm bad at titles. Hang on. Oh, I'm going to find a really cryptic title and just, I think, avoid the name. Matt, I because think you my should, god is cryptic. Um, 
I think yes. you should name yours, Matt, after what's on your T-shirt. <laughs> what, Poet Vandal? <laughs> well, imagine the Poet Vandal works. <laughs> like... I just found it's about artsy for him. I don't know if he's a poet. Luki, for, for your god, the heart of the crown, H A R T, because oh, he got that yes. deer head. Oh my god, yes. that's yes. so yes. good! The heart of the crown. Oh, give him a clap! <laughs> yeah! Oh, no, my don't, clap? it'll screw the record. <laughs> Applaud me. That is so good. That's so good. Because I'm constantly trying to think of unisex versions of the words king or queen, because monarch, you can't be like, I am monarch Luki. That just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. The very, very few of them are sovereign. Yeah. If I give you a title, isn't it? It'll be Lukey the Illustrious. <laughs> I demand to be called that from now on. <laughs> Thank you. Sagacious Lukey. Oh, God, I'm blanking on names. That's a really obscure tree. Uh, Hornbeam. Acacia. Aspen. Ooh, Acacia Sequoia. is so good. Um, I'm overwhelmed by trees. Matatabe. <laughs> oh, oh, a uh, banyan tree. Um, it does Banyan. make, but they're very cool because their branches grow out and then grow down yeah. and become new trunks. So it's all one tree, which is very cool. Oh, Ooh. that's so cool! What was that called again? Banyan, Banyan tree. tree. I've never does heard that. Does that mean your forest I've is all the same like... tree? Yeah, yes. that's very cool. It's like that forest that's one organism. I and... am the forest. <laughs> like my like mycelial <laughs> networks. The sort of, sort of yeah. like a really isn't big there, isn't there a tree in America. Isn't there a forest in America somewhere? Yeah. It's all the same, like quaking aspen or something like yes. that. Yeah, yes. and it's the biggest animal, not animal, but like organism. plant in the world. Yeah. I no, I don't think it yeah. well, it's it the biggest organism now. I'm trying to think what mine's actual name is. Deer names are hard. Man, who hasn't had to name a deer and been <laughs> like, well, <laughs> Bambi, they already <laughs> oh, took the good dear. one. So. Oh. Uh, Carl? Can't keep going around calling them Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone with, and I don't know if this is because I've gone for the slightly abstract, and the form I've decided is going to be sort of the entire area shifts to kind of look like two raised stages, but sort of like it's a geographical shift, and then once the debate over, it's sort of like and now clunk. Oh, that's good. That's even better because that means when these birds are singing at each other, they get mm. two little bird podiums. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and I care about this. And and Aww. and I, I'm not quite sure if a scoreboard appears somewhere ineffably, or sort sort yeah. of the way sort sort of the way um, a lot of TV shows now are doing like cool episode titles by like putting it on the back of cans and then you like pan out to see the shot. There's like a scoreboard, but I don't think this is a really scoreboard thing. So. Yeah, and I, I kind of think like the the power that you have because like you are at level two like and mm. you've chosen the specific thing i do think if you appear at a debate like someone will actually win it most yeah. debates are kind of fallow but you sort of choose like well this one's valid and we're kind of mm. going to abide by the results of this debate this is a consecrated debate uh, I've gone with the name of the consequence of intellect, but yes. I, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to jazz that up, or I just want to keep it as the consequence of intellect. Oh, you that means you were formed when someone had the second idea that opposed the first idea. Yes. Oh God, yeah, some, yes. Someone had the first that. idea, and then somebody had an idea that they thought was better, and then the consequence of intellect turned up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two little stages. <laughs> All right, Robert's rules, everyone. <laughs> right. I like that because that means you basically turn every con. That means that there's a like a canonical reason for like fan- Final Fantasy style conflicts hmm. in this universe. You know, when you do a smash <laughs> cut to an arena. 
yeah. all oh, being that actually yeah. happened. <laughs> oh, I thought you mean <laughs> it actually happens here. Yeah. Which or, I mean, I like, there, there's got to be a horrible curse to this because if like two kids are arguing about like whether they should get pizza oh, no. or tacos, that might mean it's like, you don't win this. We're not yeah. getting tacos, and that's, yeah. we're not getting mm-hmm. tacos with all capital letters. So figure <laughs> it out, bud. I got a little something. I I don't know if it's the title or the name or both, but I've gone for old splinter glass. Ooh. I like that. You should know him by the broken glass. Mm. That's almost like a folk name, like that's what yeah, you I was yeah. thinking it's like you. it might have an, another kind of like high name, but I feel like that's what you call it like you know, you want to be careful. That was old splinter glass made you do that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing. Like it feels like very spring heel jack. It's it's yeah so classic. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's kind of like given the form is the cracked glass, it's kind of there's no concrete to I mean obviously I are like there is a concreteness to it, but amongst kind of the folk memory, it's not entirely specific like sometimes this is just a feeling you get in your gut sometimes it's a metaphor and sometimes it is literally a god that appears as cracked glass and there's no real way to know like it's all kind of bungled up in folk memory nice nice cool well mine feels a bit pedestrian now because i was like riffing off banyan trees which i've just googled and they are amazing they're like the jellyfish of the tree world that's just yeah great visual everyone google banyan trees if you're listening to this um but I always think I was just going to go for the Beast of the Banyan or something like that. Oh, no, that's good. Because yeah. yeah. it's got Very that kind folk of folkloric like alliteration. That. Yeah, exactly. So again, maybe people called me that, but I've just taken it because why does the forest need a name? Yeah. But you call me that, fine. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They do look amazing. I've just Googled them. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for, I was trying to find different words for crown. And if it weren't for coronavirus, Corona would have been a great name. Would have been great. Claim it. Take um, it back. <laughs> but I went on to wreaths and then I thought, well, what about laurel? Because that's what wreaths were apparently made of. Jacob is yep. agreeing, so it must yeah, be laurel true. Yeah, laurel and hearty. No. No. Well, hearty of the crown. <laughs> she does not appreciate that joke. That's good. I don't think that I'm important enough to have a, a title, Aww. but um, I am a uh, unmarried lady god feeling in your stomach called Miss Step. Yes, Miss Step. Yep, lovely. Aww. There we go. Amazing. So, are we missing Jacob? Uh, yes. I don't have a name yet, but I've st- I'm following the convention. Uh, the title is the Dolman's Dance. Ooh. Um, Dolman being a name for megalithic architecture because I like the idea that the form the anomaly takes is it's just a slightly oddly shaped rock (laughs) that happens to be the epicenter of all this weird shit I think I I, like even that could be good like you can just be a title as well like that is absolutely fine maybe we'll circle back to it let's move on to the next question which Mm -mm 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 -mm. is what heralds this god's presence some gods are heralded by a procession of beasts, other by the sound of instruments, some the smell of flowers, or flickering stars. Well, mine's easy because I've already got it. Mine's like yeah. either glass cracking or like or smashing kind of without due cause or reason. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Simple. I find this quite difficult because my god is literally a feeling in your stomach when the action has happened. Your god is that, but what heralds it? Like... There is something that lets people know that your God is about. Because I'm sure sometimes that happens and it's not you. 
but people know when it was you. Yeah. May I make a suggestion, Helen, if you're open to him? Please do. Could it be like when you are in the presence of that dark step, the step seems to go on far too long. Like, you know, like when you do that step and there's that moment when you fall into, you think you're falling into oblivion. When it when you're around, you're like that. I definitely fell through the floor. Yeah. 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 Like, you're like, I'm sure. I, fell I like that. Floor. I like that a lot. Ooh, I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm going to go for the smell of the royal oil of anointing. Which royal, royal oil. oil. <laughs> yeah, real hard to say. Royal oil. Say that royal ten oil. times quickly. Royal oil. Royal oil. <laughs> yeah, royal oil. Great of audio anointing. listening. <laughs> you are welcome, listeners. So it'll royal smell oil. kind of nice. oily and musky. Love that. And possibly the sound of me getting my antlers stuck in a door. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the castle. It's the castle with the widest doors. <laughs> but by now, people know when they hear that noise what it is. I was so here when we built this castle. Why did we not think this through? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, amazing. Uh, I, I've sort of stated that their form is almost like the, are- the 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 arena of debate. So yeah, shifts in uh, like so shifts in the surrounding when a debate happens. When when and a debate of import or import to Discord certainly happens so what what do you think of the sound of a ticking clock too Ooh. like like a metronome yeah or yeah like time is counting down yeah either a, a ticking clock <laughs> or if a clock cannot be found a sound in the area is synchronized where it would normally be asynchronous oh Ooh, yeah okay. that's that's lovely that's, Ooh, that's yeah. fun so like a branch tapping against a window yeah, or yeah. A... Like so so yeah. if it's if it if it's the corner if it if it if a debate happens in the corner of the bar then the bar staff suddenly become amazingly in time with one another there's <laughs> setting down glasses at the same time it's like something out of in the heights yes. Yes. can you imagine having like a drunken pub debate and so... i've done it many times <laughs> yes. no. yeah i know i've been there but <laughs> but, the, but then like suddenly you're in a debate arena yes <laughs> not done that the god, the god is looking down no tell me which is the best matrix film <laughs> and <laughs> this is important <laughs> <laughs> this is my whole night now oh i need to god. know i love this world so much yeah. it's so gods. Great. This is great i'm a really ordered war god i'm a really <laughs> I know. Oh, it's fab. I like you're a conflict oh. god conflict yeah god. Yeah, yeah conflict I love Ugh. the idea that, like, with the with the that we got the order and the royalty, that we're just a part of an otherwise normal kingdom, and it's like, oh yeah, we have our normal feudal, the yada yada yada, and then there's just this corner of the kingdom which is just weird. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't go there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, no it's one we, we are we, there. we are the Florida man of this kingdom. Yeah. Just Ooh. don't go there. You'll fall through the floor and get dragged into a debate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've thought of mine. Yes. yes. I'm going to be when you're walking somewhere alone and it's a bit late at night and you hear like a twig crack somewhere and you're like, what was that in the hedge? But it keeps oh. happening in like different places around you and that kind of building sense of dread. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so terrifying. Wow. Nice. So it's not just like footsteps, but it's like all no. around you. So yeah, it's like something moved in a bush. Yeah. Beast of the band. Beast. But you can't tell where it's coming from because I am the forest, so... It can be like little. So you're already, yeah, it's noises. around you is the answer. It's everywhere. Like, yeah. You feel like you're surrounded. And you are. <laughs> yeah. I've gone very classically creepy here, but hey, we love it. We love classically creepy. <laughs> it's good. Is that everyone? No, Jacob. No, what, what again, was yours? again, I, I think I've got the same problem that Helen has because 
you are the thing. I am the concept. Yeah. Um, Matt, give the solution. I, I can't put me on the spot like <laughs> it, that. It could be that uh, small objects start to float in the air, mm. like you're in an yeah, anime. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> or even that your step is a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, or heavier, or, uh, depending uh, on just, who's happy. Just variable, just variable weight. So it's mm. like you might note, uh, like if you if you are in, you know, a grove or something, you might note that the leaves are weighing down the branches a bit more. Mm. Mm. Uh, when 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 I'm gone, they'll just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Everything is a bit heavier or a bit lighter, depending exactly. on a variety of your moods. Mm. That's good. That's good. Well, we're well on our way to world domination with our new gods. Join us next week when we flesh out our followers and try out some punk world-building prompts. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, Maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also support us on Patreon, and we'd absolutely love it if you'd consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The diecast theme and world-building variation are composed and performed by Matt George Lovett. This episode was edited by Helen. This week we were joined by James DeMarto, host of the One Shot Podcast, Campaign Skyjack Podcast, and president of the One Shot Podcast Network. We were playing Pantheon from James's new book, The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World-Building Guide, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week... That's how the dire cast. <laughs>